There are some days when I get up to do this radio program and I do my preparation, and I realize we're living in the wild west of weirdness. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. For those that normally expect to hear the program as a podcast earlier in the day, my apologies that we are running substantially late. There are a lot of things going on in the background, and I'll talk about them some other day. But we're getting a late start. Sometimes I begin to wonder, maybe I should move the deadline for the program a little bit later in the day, because a lot of news stories occur and change during the day before it airs in the evening on shortwave. And even for those that may listen much earlier in the day, stories continue to develop. Now, granted, we'll have to have a cutoff time, but I'm really seriously considering some changes in this year of 2023 to make sure the program stays relevant, informative, and useful. And I'm, and I'm also, as many of you know, that listen on a regular basis. I'm trying to, to pray my way through understanding what God would have me do with this airtime. This airtime on shortwave is very valuable to me. Oh, I know that there are not that many people that have shortwave radios compared to conventional AM or FM. I understand that. But I also believe that there are going to be times when shortwave radio down the road is going to be, shall we say, very vital, very important. Many radio station owners in the United States in particular, even Canada, they have to worry about certain things and their their commercial operations. And, and so many are afraid to air programs that really delve into deep truth. They really are because they don't want to get anybody upset. That could upset the income. International shortwave doesn't seem to suffer that much of a problem as compared to others. The internet, a lot of people say, Bob, just do your program Maybe even add video, do it as a, as a podcast. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. And yes, I do want to expand the audience that is on the podcast. And I want to expand it greatly while I can. But I don't want to be dependent upon a podcast. And I have my reasons. And I think those that listen to this program understand why. Look, I'm going to say a couple of things right here at the front of the program and just get it out of the way. There are a lot of so-called conservative and news-type programs on podcast, on videocast. You know, we can use podcast as both an audio and or both video. And there are a lot of them out there, and they're, they're pretty well produced. They got a staff, and they have a big budget they have to meet because that's also including payroll video storage time i can think of a lot of the expenses that they that they come into and many have had to go and this is where it gets a little questionable even for me and i i've had to debate this i still am debating this many have gone very commercial or they're selling their own products 
And, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I'm not. I really am. I just don't feel at this point, look, there are programs I know. They're selling health products and supplements. That's fine. And some of them are actually very good supplements. I have nothing at the moment to sell that I know of. There may be some great causes and great products out there you need to know about. And maybe someday we will take a minute or two of this program to deal with that, to help underwrite the cost of a of this program. I don't know. It's something that I'm, I, I just have this mixed emotion about. And I'm thankful for all of you that support this radio program. But some months are not as easy as others, just so you know. And so these are the things that I'm considering as we go into 2023. How to best utilize this time. How to help others launch their own programs. And I say this sincerely. It is my prayer, it is my wish that if God grants me good health, that I may continue to do this program for a number of years to come. I'm 68. Most people my age retired, oh, 65, 66, 67, depending on what they did for a living. Some are going to wait till 72. I'd like to continue to do this program till I'm 72, maybe even beyond. Who knows? But I also want to help others, if our Lord tarries, to be able to continue this kind of a work and on the number of platforms we will develop. Whether this be a podcast, whether we also provide an outlet for videos, whether I produce them, whether others produce them. And always remember that there's that part of me that is still the preacher. And so I just wanted to get all that off my chest at the beginning of today's program. Just trying to get some direction. And as I said, we're we're living in this wild west of craziness, just weirdness. And I'm going to address a few stories at the very beginning of this program. But I want to remind you first that here at Truth to Ponder, we do not follow the Walmart calendar when it comes to things like, like Christmas or anything else. I think the traditions of the 12 days of Christmas that began on Christmas Day, well, there's a reason that we've long forgotten why we did the 12 days of Christmas prior to January the 6th. And here's today. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Ten pipers piping, nine drummers drumming, eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five Calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. And later this week, when we do the Friday and weekend edition of the program, I'll explain the the significance and even today's relevance of why we should consider celebrating the t- the twelve days of Christmas, and also what January sixth is all about. It's not. It, it, it's not the insurrection at the Capitol. Trust me, there's something vastly more important attached to the date January the 6th. Now, before I get into some of the news stories that I have in front of me today, 
And there are a lot of them. And I'm kind of glad maybe the program is running a little bit later, getting getting produced. Saw this one story just as I got started today. I get a lot of email. And believe me, I spent a lot of time just deleting email. I, I've signed up for so many things. And every once in a while, there's there's a story there, but you got to really weed through it. And I, I can appreciate those that have staff to do a lot of the work for them in, in culling through stories and email and, and information to make sure that the stuff that is on a program is decent. Takes a lot of work. I saw that Donald Trump Jr. has signed a seven-figure podcast deal. And it's going to be called Triggered with Don Jr. And, and I'm thinking, you know, podcasting is a growing part of communication, whether we, whether we want to admit it or not. I'm still a believer in shortwave because I don't trust the authorities and the government anywhere. There are too many deep staters that have gotten involved globally. And if you don't believe it, oh, Bob, you're just one of those conspiracy theory guys. No, no, I'm not. I'm just... I've got opened eyes, and I can see that the human heart is corrupt to begin with, and there are those that want to have power and control, money, wealth, and prestige. That's just a human trait, and those that can find it, they do it. The World Economic Forum, I don't care what anybody says, it is a concept for a global control of the entire world and there are those that feel entitled as they fly in their private jets to these meetings in davos and what have you as they decide what is best for you i and all the other billions of inhabitants of this planet and the best way to control us whether it be climate change or control the food or yeah which by the way is a big deal too control the internet don't think that they don't want to do it and so yeah doing a podcast and and to have this program grow as one would be wonderful and and there's a method to my thinking if i can grow this program simultaneous with the growth in shortwave and maybe even domestic radio here and there you'll know where to find me when the plug gets pulled on the internet Now, this program is available on a number of podcast platforms. The problem is I'm just one of thousands of programs you got to sort through to find it. Whether it's on Apple, iTunes, or Google, wherever it may be. And I always recognize the day could come that they can pull the plug. But I want to grow into their space while I can. And so pray about it. I'm going to try to talk to some people that are even more knowledgeable than I on the podcast side. Because I'm feeling that we really need to get the information out. And I know there are things that are, there's some cost associated. I don't know. It's just, we have a short time and a short window. And I'm going to go back to something that I said last year, I think in August, that I really believe that the time was coming really soon. 
that a veil was going to be pulled back and a lot of truth exposed on a lot of topics. And I'm going to talk about some of those topics today. I believe the veil is going to be pulled back. Many will continue to believe the lie. They're too invested in the lie. They have been deluded. They're delusional now into believing the lie in, in the face of truth. And you will be surprised how many there are. Saw this story. And this one, this one kind of caught my attention. And, and I'll tell you why. We have spent a lot of time on this program talking about COVID-19, the response, the insanity involved in the response, the junk science, the fake science, people being literally put into fear unnecessarily. And then we've had the last, oh, I don't know, almost two years of vaccine talk since 2021. And early on, we had people on this program that that were wondering, is this really a vaccine? Will it really work? And are there problems you're not wanting to discuss with us regarding these experiments? And as time has gone by, we've been vindicated over and over again. Slowly, painfully slowly. Dr. Zeke Emanuel, now he served as a health policy advisor in the Obama administration, and he is now making a statement. He's with the University of Pennsylvania, and he's making a claim, including those, you know, about the about these variants and about the vaccine's efficacy in the face of the variants that now dominate the COVID-19 discussion. And, and what he's pointing out, he was on a program with Andrea Mitchell at MSNBC. Yeah, I know, that, that's kind of the bottom of the pack, but MSNBC is still a believer in the vaccine as a religion. And Dr. Emanuel, who serves now as the chair of the Department of Medical Ethics and Health Policy at uh, University of Pennsylvania, has made the claim that these vaccines don't seem to work. <laughs> They're not working against any of the of the new strains of COVID-19. B1.5, it's spreading very rapidly, which means it can evade uh, and outcompete the other subvariants. It seems to avoid the antibodies, but also bind more tightly to cells, and that gives it a, the competitive advantage it needs. And unfortunately, the antibodies, therefore, we have from infection or vaccines don't seem to work. And the monoclonal antibody, Evushield, we have that a lot of immunocompromised patients don't uh, use, doesn't seem to be uh, working that well. So it is uh, a great concern. And the fact that it's spreading at this moment when people have been traveling uh, and therefore we're going to see another surge uh, going forward. We can be pretty confident of that. We had people on this program and story after story on this program beginning in the summer of 2021 and more so as we got into 2022 when it became apparent 
that many doctors were risking their reputations, risking their livelihoods, risking their retirements, risking everything to try to tell the truth. And the reprobates in our own United States government, in the healthcare fascist industry that it's become, and it is, it's a fascist industry, blessed by the government, often funded by the government. And so they do the bidding of the government. If the government says, you don't treat bacterial pneumonia when you call it COVID-19, let them die on a ventilator, you do it for the money. It's all about the money. You know it and I know it. Sadly, money is the root. The love of money is the root of all evil, even the horrific evil of letting people die unnecessarily. Yeah, I said it. I believe what many of these doctors have proved to me beyond the shadow of a doubt using logic, using common sense, using history, using information that was readily available to those that would choose to look at it, and it's undeniable information. Yet people want to still bury their heads in the sand. Many a doctor said these protein spike gene therapy vaccines, this mRNA, and once again, what is the history of mRNA in medical science up until Operation Warp Speed. Companies like BioNTech in Germany, which is an affiliate, a partner with Pfizer. You know, you remember Pfizer. If you don't, you haven't watched a whole lot of television or been on the internet much. They're kind of everywhere. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. So let me ask you the question. In light of what you just heard, if you are ABC News, NBC News, CBS News, MSNBC, CNN, any of them, how many stories are you going to do that actually expose things that are wrong at Pfizer? Only the ones you're forced to, where people would really understand that you're biased. The United States and New Zealand, if memory serves me correctly, are the only two nations in the world that allow pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer and others, AstraZeneca, I don't care, all of them, to advertise like they do. Which, to me, also compromises some of these so-called conservative networks. Fox, 
Newsmax, others, any one of those that take that money, it's going to be hard to go against that money because you need it, especially when you pay some of the huge salaries that you do to your primetime host in the mega millions of dollars. We're not talking a million a year. We're talking like 20, 24 million a year in some of these people. Come on. And so you need the big, deep pockets in order to fund it. And then you've got the United States government also throwing millions of dollars around to promote the vaccine. And they keep telling, and remember, this is the same government. Now, listen to me carefully here. This is the same filthy liars in government, and they are filthy liars that told you, take the shot. You'll be COVID-proof. You will not get COVID. You will not spread COVID. Take off your face mask. You, because you're obedient, get your life back. And many of these same doctors that put their reputation and everything on the line and said, not so fast. We don't understand fully what these mRNA products could do in the long run. We don't know. And the reason we don't know, there was never any real testing. Here's what we do know. Companies like BioNTech in Germany, the Pfizer affiliate, and then you have Moderna here in the United States. These companies years ago were developed to to look into these mRNA treatments. Now, Whether you like the guy or not, there are a few things that he has said and done over the years that I'm a little bit hesitant about. But Dr. Malone overall was deeply involved years ago when the concept of this messenger, that's what mRNA stands for, messenger RNA therapy that could then tell the body to do certain things. The idea was maybe some of these fatal cancers could be Well, at least if not eliminated, stalled. Many diseases that we've tried to treat over the years, maybe in these diseases where there's been no hope, maybe with mRNA there could be hope. And so since the 1990s, these companies have been working on trying to develop an mRNA product. And, of course, they knew if they could do something like, you know, cure cancer or or something along that line, they'd be sitting pretty in the trillions of dollars in money, lots of money, perpetual income. And so the years went by and trials and tests and ideas came and went and failed. And this is the key. They all failed. Nothing ever worked. Nothing ever got to market. Now, granted, by the time you get to around 2010, you know, it's still a, a new science. And and this one company jump, jumped on the bandwagon called Moderna. And they, they had a philosophy that what they were going to develop was the equivalent of software for the human body that could be uploaded to fix things. And so they raised tons of money on the New York Stock Exchange. Well, the Stock Exchange. I'm not, I can't remember if it was NASDAQ. Doesn't matter. 
let's just say, in the market. They raised lots of money. And Stefan Bansell is running around the world raising more and more money because they're going to have a breakthrough any day. And years go by, beautiful office building, research parks, the finest furniture money can buy, but no product ever came to market. Now, I think I shared with you the other day in some of the filings at BioNTech, also working as the competitor on mRNA, told in their filings when it comes to being on the market that they've never had a product come to market either prior to COVID-19. And they recognized as a entity people can invest in, that's the only thing they do have is their COVID-19 vaccine. And if anything happens, the company's in trouble. In other words, The only thing they want you to worry about is the company could go under if we can't make these shots because we have nothing else in in the hopper. We we don't have anything. Until COVID-19, there has never been a successful mRNA product bought to market by BioNTech or Moderna or anybody else. And they never would have if we were using the same standards that we've been using for years on efficacy and safety, they never would have made it either, even the current ones. All of this was waived, lies were told, and they wanted 76 years to bury it before anybody could see the fraud. And I'm calling it that. And and come after me, sue me, I don't care. Let's go to a court of law. Let's force you to show your data. All of it. I can remember talking to a listener to this radio program back in 2021. And there had been a press conference. And I remember I was really late getting the radio program done that day because I wanted to watch it. And and there's Rochelle Walensky and the FDA people and everybody and you know in this little Zoom call because you know we're still COVID crazy can't get together. There was actually this. Are you ready for this? One person at home, at their private home, on a Zoom call wearing a face diaper. And I'll never forget that. Wearing a face diaper at home, I guess the coronavirus can come through the internet. Stupidity. This, 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 this is brain syphilis destroying you from the inside out. You have believed the lie to the point that you could never see the truth. And there in this conference, they were announcing FDA approval for the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine for COVID-19 with a wonderful name comidity or something along that line and then they talked about all this paperwork and they had all these documents you could download and I started reading one of the first ones that afternoon and they kept referring to a letter that had been sent out weeks before But nowhere was that letter to be found, and it took forever to find it. And what it really was, was saying that, okay, 
Comernati or Manatity or whatever it is, is a trademarked and it's different than the other vaccine, but not that different, but it's supposedly different. It is the one that has been approved by the FDA. But you're still allowed to administer the emergency use version you've had since the end of 2020. And that's still the one you're getting today. This was the greatest fraud perpetuated, in my opinion, where the news media either was stu- was too stupid, too, I mean, these reporterettes, these bubble-headed morons on a TV screen, oh, Pfizer has an approved vaccine, hurry out and get it today. What a bunch of reprobates. What a bunch of idiots. What They, they have destroyed journalism. They're, it's not left. I mean, here I am at that time. I'm 65, 66 years old, and I'm, I'm retired. And I'm, the, I'm able to figure this out in one afternoon that this is a bait-and-switch fraud. Not even MSNBC. Well, well, not even. Look, Newsmax didn't figure it out for ages fox news doesn't want to figure it out because they're show me the money we want more covid money i mean this is where it's at and so the american people and the news media were like the news media became a part of the lie and convinced you that there was an approved vaccine. And then Moderna wasn't far behind with their spike facts. Once again, you can't get it. You're still getting the emergency use authorized vaccine, which means you can't sue anybody. You sign your life away. You have no rights. And I'm hoping maybe someday we'll get into the courts where if you were coerced to take this thing by your employer or the government, maybe you can sue them. But if you took any of the emergency use authorized, authorized vaccines, you cannot sue the manufacturer, period. Doesn't matter if you have heart disease, a stroke, or any of it. Because of it later, sorry, you signed your life away. Oh, that big piece of paper inside the uh, box that your vaccine came in that's blank, it's blank for a reason. We don't want you to know anything. Yeah, that's true. They really are. They're blank pieces of paper sent. And then you sign your life away. How many millions of people unnecessarily took this vaccine, especially young children, college students, high school students, young athletes? You know where I'm going with this. Remember, at the time I'm recording this program, I I don't know the outcome of what happened to the player in the football game Monday night. The game played in Cincinnati with Buffalo. We know that a young player took a huge hit. Now, I, I I looked at that. I'm not the world's greatest football player fan i i very seldom have it's not it's, i'm not a great fan of sports especially with these overpaid some of them you know just reprobates trying to tell me how to live my life but i've watched enough football over the years college and pro in the stands in the media 
And I've seen some pretty nasty hits out there. I mean, a lot of them. I've seen people carried off the field, but they're holding their hand up with a thumbs up. Yeah, I, I broke something, but but I'll, I'll be back another day. And, and I'm trying to remember in my mind, when is the last time that people suffered heart attacks in their 20s on a football field? Now, you have all these expert doctors on NBC, CBS saying, oh, it could happen. It's the one in a 400,000 shot where the guy gets hit and then the heart and, and, and it goes on and on and on. And I'm going, hitting the heart, I can maybe understand. But have you seen the stuff that these football players wear under their jerseys? The person hitting you is more likely if they didn't have their own helmet to crack their skull before they would crack anything in your heart. So stop it. Just just quit. You're acting like that hit was without all this protection that has been added on and added on over 100 years. And yet, also over this past weekend, you probably didn't know it, a recently retired at age 38 Jacksonville Jaguar player went up to his wife's home in, uh, I think, Indiana. He came up from Georgia. And they're just having a good time, just, you know, for the weekend. Died of a heart attack. Really? Yeah, died of a heart attack. And I'm looking at stories over just the past two or three weeks where two ABC News producers, they're not that old, died of heart attacks. We never heard of this. Hundreds of soccer players worldwide have collapsed with heart issues on the field. This did not happen in 2018 or 19 or 17 or 15 or 2010. They talk about putting defibrillators in elementary schools. You know, kids can have heart attacks too. What is going on here? You're being conditioned to believe that young people suddenly having heart attacks and even suddenly dying is normal. Get used to it. And you're not even allowed to talk about it. There are too many died suddenly cases. So I don't know the outcome at the time that I'm recording this program, but I know at the last that I checked, this 24-year-old is in a hospital in critical condition with a heart issue that shouldn't be there. Americans, I want you to understand something, and, and I want to put this in perspective Man, I had some other stories I need to get to, and I'm, I'm running behind, and, and I've got so many that are so important. Americans have lost nearly three years of life expectancy during 2020 and 2021. In 2019, the average lifespan of Americans of all ethnicities was 78.8 years. And then it dropped to 77 years in 2020, and now it's down to 76.4. From 2020 to 2021, death rates increased for each age group one year and over. 
and it goes on and on. Now, but yeah, Bob, don't you remember COVID-19? People were just dying on the streets. You saw the videos from China. Yeah, I did. What a bunch of frauds those were. I can remember the big mercy ship pulling in to Manhattan to treat thousands of COVID patients that were collapsing on the street. Nobody ever needed the ship. The ship left. The Javits Center in New York set up for thousands of dying corona patients. Nobody showed up. Just a handful. The numbers were a lie. But what about all the bodies stacking up at mortuaries? Because they couldn't do funerals. That's why. I talked to a funeral director that I've known for decades. And I asked a question about 2020 and even early 2021. He said it was a, he said, a barely noticeable increase. And those that were supposedly dying of COVID were in the nursing homes and elderly. Do you understand what I'm saying? What were flu deaths or anything else, anything that could be called COVID, including car wrecks, we saw that happen in a lot of places. If you died of anything within so many weeks of a, of a positive test, you were considered a COVID death. If you had bacterial pneumonia, instead of being treated for it, you were put on a ventilator and you died. 80% chance. And so we're not allowed to talk about younger people dying. And you know the one thing in common. Oh, you, you don't you dare even ask that question. Were they vaccinated? Oh, no, 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 no. It can't. It's impossible. Cannot be. Let me explain something. The leading cause of death in 2021 were heart disease followed by cancer. COVID-19 was dropping in terms of what killed people by the end of 2021. But unintentional deaths from other causes began its significant rise at the same time. If the COVID, in other words, dying of COVID was beginning to fade. But then again, look at the variants that came out like Omicron. Very contagious, but the symptoms are vastly milder. My wife and I went through it. I can attest to it personally. But all the known side effects of COVID-19 vaccines are on the rise. If these shots had actually worked, you would expect the excess mortality rate to drop, but that's not what we're seeing. We're not seeing any more mass death from COVID anymore. It's just not happening. And, and I'm going to say this. I know I'm running over, but I, I have to say this. Actually, I'm going to wait till after the break to say this. This is going to be one of the most important things that I've ever laid out to you. To put all of this into a perspective that the media does not want you to know. Not even Fox News. Because the gravy train from, you know, from the CDC and, and Pfizer and all the pharmaceuticals could dry up if they ever told you the truth. And money talks. Even if it means, eh, take your chances. All right, we'll talk this week a little bit more, maybe tomorrow or the next day. 
I, I want to see the program grow on shortwave, and I want to see it grow on domestic radio if it's possible. And I want to see it grow as a podcast. I want this program to take on a new dimension. Not just the news that I'm talking about today, but like I, in the next segment, I'll finish out what I'm talking about now, and I want to get into more positive things it's one thing, we're not going to fix things at the ballot box. We're not going to fix things in the in a court of law. We're going to fix it in the churches. And the things we can't fix, we just have to leave in the hands of God. This is why we do the program. This is a countdown to the return of Christ, if you haven't figured it out. It has been since we started. And so I, I see where the program needs to go, and I hope that I can be here to do it. And if Jesus comes tomorrow, even better. Then I don't have to worry about doing the program, do I? But for now, here we are. And if you can help us financially, would you consider doing so? Would you consider going online and supporting us from our website, truththenumber2ponder.com? Truththenumber2ponder.com. You can use Give, Send, Go, a Christian funding organization to support us. And I, I recommend them for those who would prefer to go that route. Or you can mail a check or money order made payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowee is 24319. That's 24319. And I'll give the address before the end of the program. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Burning your ships coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. The story of a famous battle where the general ordered the destruction of the ships so there'd be no turning back for his army. They couldn't go home. They couldn't retreat. So now they had nothing to lose. They had to go forward and fight all the way. There was no retreat, no way back. Only way was to win. Same with us. We're in a fight. You want to win? Have the same attitude. Burn your ships. Tell yourself there's no way back. There's no way out. There's no other options. I got to just move ahead. There's no option but Messiah, Jesus. I have to walk in faith. There's no other choice. I, I can't go back. I have to walk through the Red Sea. If I go back, you got Pharaoh's armies. There's no way back to Egypt. I'm walking through. No other path. I gotta, I, I'll enter the battle and I'll win the battle. That's how the Hebrews crossed the Red Sea. That's how David won against Goliath. He ran to him. And that's how the disciples overcame the world. There's no way back. God wants a people with no ships waiting, no bridges for retreats, no options to shrink back. So that the only thing we can do is move forward. You see, we got to realize there's no choice. We can't go back. We can't stay the same. We got to move forward. God wants a people with nothing to lose because the truth is we do have nothing to lose. We got everything to gain. Burn all bridges to the dark, the past, going back. Burn all ships that would leave you the option of wavering or retreating. Then press on ahead, full speed, as if there were no other choice but to move forward in God, move forward in faith, forward in love, forward in the spirit, because there isn't any other choice. There's no other choice because the only thing we have is what lies ahead. Now, the free gift for you, 
What if you discovered the lost Ark of the Covenant? Well, newly revealed ancient discovery, just as awesome. The mystery of the temple doors on CD. It's yours free and sapphires, daily spiritual vitamins guaranteed to revitalize your walk in the Lord or a free New Testament. How do you get all these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus really Hebrew name Yeshua and dial it. For your free gifts, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, I invite you to join with me to bless the world, get the, the gospel out to the end time harvest, to the nations, to the Jewish people, to all the unreached of the world. The most awesome way you can ever spread the gospel is through shortwave radio. Blanket the earth. You can do it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Gahn saying, press on, my friend. Shalom Aleichem. Peace be to you, my friend in Messiah. Tikvatenu, our hope. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. I want to welcome you back to Truth to Ponder for this Tuesday. I know we're running late. So many of you are used to getting the program earlier. But today, for whatever reason, we are just running behind and getting it out. And and that's okay. There are so many stories to cover, and I can't seem to cover them all. And, and I have to decide what's important, what isn't. Getting information that is accurate, that has not been tainted. And trust me, there are organizations out there including our own government, that will seed misinformation to destroy the messenger. I've seen it happen over and over again, and I've got to be very careful. If you go over the past 20 years, there's some incredibly good doctors. One that comes to mind is uh, is Christiane Northrup, and she was a person that was beloved by even the left because she was into a holistic approach to medicine and her credentials as an OBGYN are are untouchable until you cross a certain line until you question the CDC narrative until you question reprobates and I'll explain why I call her that in a moment Rochelle Walensky at the CDC or Pfizer or any of them until you question the magic vax and the magic mask, then all of a sudden everybody piles on you to destroy you. Google, Wikipedia, Washington Post, everybody piles on. They do everything in their power to destroy you, crush you, and discredit you, no matter what's your background. Oh yeah, Dartmouth Medical School. A practice that was thriving an expert and suddenly now we have to throw her under the bus because she challenged the narrative and she does it with fact i ran across this story it was kind of buried since august of last year it finally surfaced where she's talking about the the effects of an mrna vaccine on a pregnant woman and for saying this google yahoo new york times new york post Every one of them, they want to destroy her. 
And if they had their way, they probably would like her dead because she is out there giving facts and figures that destroy the leftist narrative. And here's what she had to say not that many months ago. From my colleague, Dr. Carrie Made, is from my colleague, Dr. Carrie Made, who's been in touch with fertility clinics. They've never seen anything like it. The sperm of inoculated men does not swim. The eggs of inoculated women do not grow into embryos. And those that do uh, have a a huge amount of contamination with stuff that's non-organic. What's going on here? We also know that, uh, according to the first New England Journal of Medicine study, saying that Pfizer was safe and effective, this was in June of 2021. If you look at the raw data, it proves that 80% of the women who get the shot in the first and second trimester, basically zero to 20 weeks, have an 80% miscarriage rate. Now, the miscarriage rate, just baseline, is one in six. It's now seven to eight times that much. Uh, Dr. James Thorpe points out that there's a 79% increase in fetal malformations. There are unprecedented numbers of stillbirths. But again, this stuff becomes so censored that the, the mainstream says, oh, no, you know, that's a lie. You're making that up. And so why does the mainstream media pile on and claim that she lies? Because she dares to challenge the narrative that they have taken like Kool-Aid at the Jim Jones compound in South America. We see reporters, we see individuals that are young that are mysteriously dying that never mysteriously died before. And we're told, oh, no, no, it's normal. We need defibrillators in junior highs and elementary schools because, you know, kids can have heart attacks and strokes. They are suffering mass delusion. There's no doubt in my mind. They have cursed God. They have spit in the face of Christ. They have broken fellowship with an almighty God. And they've been given over to a reprobate mind. So the CDC will come after a Dr. Christiane Northrup because she goes against the, we need to, we need to give this vaccine to newborns. And I think if Dr. Fraud Fauci had his way, they would do it in the womb for the ones they don't abort. It's a cult of death. They can't even see it. And the CDC that demands and spends money for you to take this killer vaccine, and that's what it is. It is not saving anybody. The numbers no longer back it up. There may have been a time in 2021 that it may have caused you lower symptoms, but those weeks went by quickly. Today, the majority of people, and I mean, look, it's the vaccinated. And the more you take, the worse off you are. I, I'm reading story after story. The more boosters you get, the more your immune system is being gradually compromised. And in some cases, because of certain genetics, compromise quickly. And so then you have, then you have the CDC 
And and this story just really tells you everything you need to know about the morally and intellectually bankrupt CDC, the CDC actually is. The CDC is now pushing for school administrators, nurses, teachers to embrace the LGBTQ movement and transgender movement and LGBTQ inclusivity in all schools. We're talking even elementary. This is the most important thing to the CDC. They have given their minds, their hearts, their souls unto Satan himself. They are not to be trusted. What Satan cannot destroy by abortion in the womb, he will destroy before they even hit puberty. The vaccine is destroying reproductive abilities. And when you butcher a child up to make a boy a girl or a girl a boy, you destroy their ability too. But nobody seems to understand that. And so the CDC, they want those that are coming into being adolescents, coming into puberty, they want to promote LGBTQ inclusivity. Self, they want to give your child a self-assessment school a tool to determine their gender or if they're gay. And if they are, they want the school to encourage it. And then you have these sick, godless mothers of kids in like elementary school, angry, you know, when you finally do get a rational teacher that that wants to wait until a child is a little older to talk about these kind of things. And she is just angry at the school that, why can't my child, who's in the first grade, decide their gender? I picked up my seven-year-old from school today, and the teacher looked super grave and was like, hey, we can we have a private discussion? Ask my kids, because I'm a five-year-old with me, to go talk to the other kids so we wouldn't be overheard. Apparently, the teacher came over and joined my daughter's conversation because she heard her say the word gay. She asked my kid what she was talking about, and uh, my kid answered that, oh, yeah, sometimes you can be a boy or a girl, but you don't have to be either. Like, sometimes you're like neither or both. And so, yes, okay, that's non-binary, and I had that discussion because I came out to my daughter. The teacher then said to me, I made sure she knew she wasn't in trouble, and I don't care what y'all are learning at home, but that is not appropriate for her to be discussing at school, and so can you please help me by telling her to not bring that up or discuss it again? Because, and I quote from the teacher, you know, I might have feelings about it, or some of the other kids might have feelings about it, and then they go home and talk to their parents, and the parents come to me and think that it's I'm teaching them these things. So you have feelings about it. And then they, she doubled down and was like, you know, it's just, it's just not age appropriate. Even if being trans was not a thing, non-binary was not a thing, there are still children that are born that are intersex. And acknowledging that there is more than just boy and girl, especially in a classroom where she comes home crying because apparently she's not allowed to like black because it's a boy color and somehow that is okay so not okay this mother is sick and demonic period period
seven-year-old child. And she is angry at the teacher because she thinks her child should be gender fluid because my child wants to be gender fluid. And she's angry because the teacher believes, at least for now, this is not a, an appropriate discussion in a classroom for six and seven-year-olds. Now, the only good news out of that story was there was at least a teacher that is standing for truth and not caving into the absolute stupidity of the reprobate, demonically possessed, vomitous, sick CDC. And Rachel Walensky, who keeps believing that every child needs a vaccine or more or more and boosters. Don't you know the kids need face diapers and vaccines to protect them from the coronavirus? And God only knows what else. These sick reprobates, if they are unrepentant, will burn for an eternity in hell for what they are doing. Butchering children, giving them unnecessary experimental vaccines. Yeah, Rochelle, tell me what's going to happen to these children when they're 20 years old. How many are going to have heart attacks and strokes because they took this unnecessarily? And the numbers are beginning to come in. That's why I say there's a veil of truth on the verge of being revealed. It already is. When I made my statement back in August about God just laid on my heart that some people are going to finally see the truth. At that time, the Twitter deal looked like it was dead with Elon Musk, but he did follow through. And suddenly we're beginning to see what's really going on in the Twitterverse. Imagine what's going on in Facebook, which I believe, and many do, and there's evidence to prove it. How many millions upon millions of dollars does our federal government invest into Facebook to control narratives? How many elites want the money? It's a sick world in which we live. That's why we do this program. That's why it needs to grow. We need to fight the radical wokeism here in the United States and especially in Canada, which is just going down the tubes. I feel for my, my friends in Canada and the UK and Australia. And so I pray, would you get behind this program to help me get the word out on more platforms? If you can support us, would you consider today making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That's 24319. By the way, if you prefer to give online, you can go to our website, truth2ponder.com. Go to the support link. You'll find a safe place and a secure place from our website. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.